0: Welcome to the Wonder Life Podcast, the voice for health and wellness, where soul, science, and technology meet. Each week, we chat with game changers, thought leaders, and experts to help you ignite your light and spark your power so you can go out and raise the vibration and change the world for the better. You may find us on social at wonder.life. At Wonder Health, and that is Wonder with you. Subscribe, like, and share so we can light up this world together. Thank you, and we hope you enjoy the show.
1: Hi, everyone. Christy and Andrea here with Wonder Health, and we have a really incredible guest today, Dr. Tim Allen neurologist and aesthetics medicine doctor, and we're not gonna deal with the brain, we're gonna deal with the beauty today. So, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna, (laughs) we all have enough brains, but we gotta look good on the outside too. So, we're gonna dig right in, because we have so many questions, and this is gonna be a two-part series, one for the aesthetics of the face, and then second part, um, a second podcast, The Aesthetics of the Vagina and How to Keep It Young, Youthful, and Pumped. I'm
2: pumped. <laughs> no, juicy.
1: Oh, think- this, is no, the, I, this is gonna okay. be the best podcast ever. I am so excited.
0: I am super pumped. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Right. Dr.
1: <laughs> Tim. All right, Dr. Tim, um, will you explain the most popular uh, aesthetics? aesthetic? Uh, practices and procedures people are doing today?
2: Yeah, um, well, of course, the gateway drug, so to speak, is Botox. Everybody um, knows Botox. They know somebody who's done it. uh, They've done it themselves. Botox is is great for getting rid of little tiny wrinkles. Um, Then from that, it kind of outpouched into a lot more that we can do without having to cut things open. So that includes things like fillers and PRP and lasers and resurfacing and doing stuff underneath that can build and take like uh, a sandwich approach. You get rid of the the fat underneath and you beautify the surface of the skin and in between you can get a lot of tightening and um, just much more youthful appearance and we can set the clock back.
1: What? What do so, you?
2: Which one is that? Well, a lot of a lot of procedures. So my estheticians they do a lot of uh, Botox and um, fillers, and that kind of thing. Like a Juvederm. And like Juvederm, exactly. Juvederm and Restylane, and some people have heard of those. Um, and then they do a lot of laser treatments too. You know, there's a BBL and an IPL and a. Uh, and when I first heard BBL, I thought Brazilian Butler. Really?
0: No, <laughs>
2: no it's, it's on BBL. my face. <laughs>
0: face. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. Smooth like your booty. Yeah.
2: And so what they, what they do is like use broadband light, BBL, and that can kind of tighten and re- rejuvenate surface. And so, but those things can only go so far. And so then we do like PRP underneath um, where we inject your own platelets you take your blood out and you spin it down and you throw away the red cells and the white cells and what you're left with is platelet-rich plasma. And platelets are kind of the healing creatures of our blood. And so they go around and find areas that are damaged and they regenerate them. So that's like when you cut yourself, platelets come to the rescue and close it up.
1: And uh, I've had three... So some people would call this a vampire facial. Yes. But that's just a brand name. It's a brand
2: name, yeah. You have to be trained in a specific... Thing by a specific Cellular Medicine Association. It's it's a it's yeah it's a, it's a different designation, but it, a lot of people do PRP vampire facials, but you can't call them vampires because they don't have the the authorization to do so, and we're dearly for that.
1: <laughs> and I love the va- do you call it vampire facials? Yes, I've had three vampire facials by Dr. Tim. And the thing that really drew me to it is that it is truly regenerating. And unlike some of the other things, you don't go back to the baseline.
2: Right, exactly. And <clears throat> it's your own body. So you can't have a reaction to it. It's You cannot have an infection with it because it's your own body. And it's healing itself as we put it in. So it's, it's an immediate result It kind of, and it builds upon each subsequent treatment. And, I mean, she's a good testament to that. She's a beautiful person, so.
1: And it's really that is my true. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and it's really helped my scars. I wish I had before and after pictures for you. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of. Um, can you go into a little bit about the pros and cons, um, laser versus PRP, some of the more invasive ones. What are some of the pros and cons of all of these? Sure.
2: Well, um, they're all different things. So for acne scarring, you want something underneath and something on the top. So you can resurface all, all day long, but you're not going to get rid of all the little divots that happen with acne scarring. If you plump it up from underneath and you build the collagen underneath, then you get skin tightening and, and that flattens them out. And then you do the surfacing and that smooths those little craters and, and the surface. And so the more you kind of attack it from different... Uh, modalities, the better off it's going to be, the better result.
1: So, if someone was brand new to all this, let's say that they, they're not drawn to Botox, they're kind of like, oh, there's some, you know, questionable. Yeah. They're concerned about the side effects.
2: Right, they're concerned about it being a poison, which it is, but it's very benign. But it only to the most issues.
1: Oh my God. So
0: Dr. Tim, you just said, because I do think, I mean, we've talked to some other, um, aesthetics folks and I love your, because you're a doctor and you really understand the medical aspect. Um, so with Botox, are there, you just said it's a, it is a poison. However, it's benign, which means What?
2: means we're not putting it into the body per se we're putting it into the muscles it's not going systemic throughout the bloodstream it's not going to make you sick like botulism would if you were opening a can of green beans and leaving it out for a week that would give you botulism and paralyze you what we're doing is on a micro scale we're putting tiny 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 amounts of that same toxin into the wrinkles and we're paralyzing those to iron them out
1: I actually feel a whole lot better about, about Botox at the moment.
0: Okay, perfect. Because Christy told me that I really should try PRP, not do Botox. And I'm like, well, sign me up. Let's dial it in with this little spot on my face or spots. And I think, like, you know, with, with Botox, it's just like finding people who, or any, or any aesthetics, any aesthetic medicine, finding people that you trust to do it so you don't look like a freak. Well, at least I don't want to look like a
1: freak. Exactly. How do you deal with that when someone comes in? They're, they're already kind of there. There's really nothing to improve upon and they want to go bigger. And... Yeah.
2: I tell them, well, there's always somebody who'll do that for you. You know, if somebody wants the Holly weird look, you know, <laughs> um, where you've got sausages for lips and, you know, uh, big old lumps in your face like uh, with, for cheeks. You know, we won't do that. We we're about subtlety and taking something beautiful and making it more pretty, not taking something that might be pretty already and ruining it by putting, you know, inner tubes in your face. Is there
0: any way like once you get going, like once it's in there, it's in there. Is there any way to like neutralize it once it's in and you're like, "Oh, maybe I made a mistake. My lips are so big I can't eat," you know?
2: Yes, um, and, but then that's a much bigger deal because taking it out is a lot harder than putting it in the right way the first time. So if you watch shows like Botched and uh, my, my Failed Skin Thing or whatever, those, those different reality shows, they, they go through how much that effort that takes you know, and what, what it involves. And sometimes it's just beyond hope. There are some experts around uh, one of them I just saw last week, who was in training for some facelifts, and Dr. Nassif was down there at uh, um, Austin. So he has a practice, I guess, in Austin as well as Beverly Hills, and he's the botched guy. Oh my
1: so, God. Wow.
2: So there are some experts that we would refer people that need that kind of thing to.
1: Ma'am. Um, there's also some new techniques that you're bringing into the practice and the non surgical facelift. Yes. How is this, so can we compare this, just because people are um, becoming more uh, familiar with those threads. Mm -hmm. Um, Can we go into the differences, the results, long-term benefits, etc.?
2: Absolutely. So threads are basically little tiny, tiny microscopic fishing wires. Well, they're not even microscopic, you can see them and feel them. Um, They're like fishing line and you put it in there and they have these little um, barbs on them that will kind of open up and pull the skin back as you pull back on the thread. So it's like basically going in, grabbing the skin, and pulling it, and you're getting sort of a facelift with those, and and they work to an extent, but like a lot of things, they're very temporary.
0: How long do they last?
2: Well, um, it depends on the person, of course, and and the thread placement and how many are used, but they can last for months at
1: a time. How about the facelifts that you do?
2: And then facelifts that um, I do personally. And so the estheticians are going to be doing a lot of the things like the threads. Um, There are some physician-only things that we do, um, like the the Embrace RF, which is, it's a platform of non-surgical radiofrequency Tightening of the skin. So, what we do is we go underneath the skin, we'll, tumescent, yeah, we'll fill the, the tissues up with tumescent uh, anesthesia. So, there's a lot of liquid and the, the numbing stuff so it doesn't hurt. And then we will use a probe, I'll show it here, but there's some light. And the probe goes in underneath the skin. And then on the surface, we send a radio frequency signal through that. And what it does is it basically just cooks the fat, so to speak and it uh, liquefies it and makes it much less so we can get rid of that little turkey waddle that people Oh, have I need
0: with. that too. I don't have much, but like, <laughs> it's prevention. I mean, I, I really do. don't, but my mom, who is stunning and has the, she's black and has this beautiful skin and does not live in Colorado, but she does have a little bit of that. And so I know it's coming. So c- should I get in front of it now or should I wait for it to fully blossom?
2: You know, it's it's all a, a matter of um, philosophy. I mean, I we have one aesthetician here who is gorgeous. She's almost fifty and she looks twenty five because she's been doing these things since age twenty five. So she's been doing the Botox and the and the high end skincare stuff and the the laser resurfacing and the vampire facials and the facelift stuff and it's a very natural look. And she just looks like she hasn't aged in 30 years.
1: Yeah. Yes. I can uh, also attend to that. that. Yes, Yes. I do. And she is stunning. She is a total head turner. And it's not unnatural. You really would just think that she's 20 years younger than she is. Exactly. Okay. So earlier, yes. Prevention
2: is always better than the pound of cure. I mean, I can take somebody who looks like a dried apple and do a little bit, <laughs> but you know, if, you're, if your skin is way too lax, you're going to need the surgical facelift they, where they actually take tissue out, tack it up, and you know, but then you, you risk that kind of windblown look, you know, that it's too tight or it's, you know, so if you do the, the more subtle treatments earlier, you can get a better result in the long run.
1: What about nerve damage from the actual nip tuck? Do people get that from this or that?
2: It's always a risk with any kind of surgical procedure, even the minor ones like this, but it's very rare. And it's, it's much much better healing when you don't have to cut things open. So that's why there's kind of a new movement, even in the plastic surgeon's office, to go with the, um, the non-surgical plastics work. So I trained with a, an oculoplastic surgeon who used to do nothing but facelifts and eyelid tucks. And now he's doing much more of the RF things because he gets a better result with less healing time and
1: uh, more safety. Can you do spot treatments with the RF? Oh, yeah. Um, You don't have to do the whole face?
2: Yeah, you don't have to do the whole face. You can do the problem areas. Um, There's uh, another um, technology that's new route right now. It's called, excuse me, uh, Morpheus 8. And what it is is more for the surface and you can do just underneath the eyes and lift those little bags you can do just the jowls if that's your only problem area you can you know plump those up and move them out of the way so they're not hanging down like a great name wow um, so.
1: and and it lasts it's <laughs> one treatment ten treatments
2: yeah and, and we do in a little series of like one two or three and it kind of depends on the the person and the results that you get the first time around. If you have very young elastic skin, like a 25 year old person, and you're just getting rid of some jowls or some fat underneath the chin, the submental fat, you can get that accomplished in one go. sometimes, you know, as we age, we get a lot more laxity and we have to tighten and tighten again and tighten again, but then you get a really great result, so.
0: Do I- you find that people get addicted to, um the the services and like sure. what do you do about that or or you say thank you go ahead
2: <laughs> no I'm the opposite of that I, I, I always try to counsel people on do not do too much you can always do more later do it underdo rather than overdo and you'll be much happier and the people that get really addicted to it are the ones who end up going to Uh, The back alley type places instead of and you know non-medical people they just get the cheapest price They can on a Groupon or something and then they they're they're sad that they've done it So there are those people and we just refer them elsewhere
1: Yeah, don't do high-quality aesthetics through Groupon Um, Probably not getting probably getting what you paid for is (laughs) <laughs>
0: right. yeah you want to you truly do want to go to a medical spa you want someone who is working with a doctor or is the doctor and has nurses on staff and people are very well trained like this is your face exactly. and it's,
2: it's the only one you have treated. Yeah.
1: yeah what's the downtime for our rf
2: um it, again it totally depends on how um, extensive the treatments are you know, sometimes we have to go very deep. Somebody might have really thick skin and you have to, to go with a deeper process. That's gonna take, you know, uh, several more days than somebody else who's just getting a one-time surface thing and then that heals very rapidly. Um, with things like your PRP that you alluded to earlier, that starts healing immediately. And you notice like within two or three days that there's a result. It's magic and it's, and it's pretty cool.
1: The, the PRP is really cool. So you could do PRP and the RF. Absolutely. You could mm-hmm. Do you do them in
0: the same day? Like, or do you need to space those treatments out?
2: Some of them you can do in the same day. Like we just did a gal here, um, a beautiful girl. She owns a salon here in town. And she um, basically let me experiment on her a little bit and, and do the under, the under the chin and the jowls facelift. And then we did the surface at the same time because she's already numbed up. She's already kind of a little loopy from the uh, Pronox gas. And so she was very comfortable. And so you don't have to, sometimes it's better to stack them on top of each other because you don't have to go under twice or you don't have to be numbed twice. And the downtime is you're going to have to be down for some some procedure anyway. Why not be down for both of them at the same time and get it done in half the time? Sometimes it makes sense.
0: As you were talking about gas. So it's like, are people on a local and they're a little lucid? Or do you, like, I know for a facelift, you'd obviously knock people completely out. But how does that all work?
2: For a surgical facelift, yes, they uh, will knock you completely out. But for the non-surgical ones that we're talking about with the RF, you can just have the, the NO2 gas and, um, basically be a little bit light and loopy, but you're not completely out. And so it's very safe. So the, we, we're we on that end of the spectrum. And some of my colleagues who do the more surgical things, they're going to need general anesthesia. Are
1: they black and blue afterwards? What does, what does it look like?
2: There's always some uh, chance of bruising. Not everybody does, though. Some people come out and you think, wow, how did they do that without bruising? Well, some people don't bruise. Wow. Others, others, bruise like, uh, rotten tomato, but um, <laughs> but most of the pe- most people do just fine, um, with very little bruising.
1: Oh my gosh, this is so fascinating because, um, aging is a full-time job. You know, I, I've always thought that it's bullshit when um, someone says, Oh, age gracefully. Uh, That's like saying mm-hmm. a ballerina who can lift her leg up and spin around, who makes it look effortless. It has never, you know, had bloody toes and broken toes. And like she's worked her butt off to make it look effortless. Exactly.
2: Right.
1: It takes some work, it takes some effort, and it really takes a uh, commitment. Mm-hmm. to saying where it's like where do I want to be do I do it now preventative mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or do I wait till there's there's more to get back um, yeah. like going back in time it's more challenging exactly
2: it's like your your analogy with the, the dancer you're not going to take a 55 year old person and teach them to do um, ballet moves that a little 16 year old kid can do you know you're just not going to be able to do it because our bodies age so if you do things earlier yeah you're right it does it's a it's a work in progress and you use the right skin stop you um you don't smoke you don't put toxins
1: in your body you know all those kind of things so i gotta ask you something how do you feel about the sunshine
2: sunshine i'm a sun worshiper but i'm, I'm also part black too so i've got <laughs> a lot of melanin so I'm, is that yeah. where your
1: color comes from yeah oh so, I'm so i am so gross <laughs> oh my god! I work very hard. I'm looking st- like partly black. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Christy, I am convinced Christy,
0: has, Christy has the Cherokee in there. You have yeah. some brown.
2: Yeah. I have a little brown. She's not melanin deficient, so she's no. But for a lot of fair-skinned people, sunscreen, 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 because there's nothing more damaging to the surface of the skin than sun for paler people.
1: Especially if they're going to do all these treatments and then right. knock it down. Yeah. Do you have a sunscreen that you think is non-toxic oh boy. that you'd recommend? That I would have
2: to defer to my estheticians because they know that stuff way better than I.
1: Don't start putting mineral oil on your skin and <laughs> synthetics after these gorgeous treatments and toxify yeah. what was you know, undone in the first place. Right. That's Do cool. you
0: see a lot of men?
2: Yeah, that is actually um, something that a lot of men are starting to realize that they can do these procedures without the surgical involvement. And they can do some of the the procedures that are more subtle. And so there is less of discomfort. And we have so much better numbing creams. We have better everything. So yeah, we're seeing more men. They're realizing that they also don't necessarily look more distinguished as they age. They, you know, you can still look distinguished, but you don't have to look 85 when you're 60. Yeah. Do you
0: Do you test these products? Do you test on yourself?
2: All the the skincare products, absolutely, but it's pretty hard to do face lifts on yourself. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so anything like underneath the surface and that, I, I really don't, but I've had the estheticians do laser treatments on me and absolutely I would do that.
1: Wow. Well, Dr. Allen is definitely radiant. It looks like you do stuff. You don't have to give us your secrets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> In a lot of cases though, men, if men take care of themselves, they age really well. Like if you eat right and you work out, like I just always find that men have a nicer process.
2: Right. And and that's, an, that brings up another point. Um, we don't have to get into a lot of detail on it, but hormones, bioidentical hormones is a big thing with women because as we lose those testosterone and the and endosterones and the estrogens, they deplete with, with age. We can replace that stuff naturally and get a more natural aging or a younger aging female too, just like males, because the, the hormones, can be balanced.
1: Do you do bioidentical? We do
2: that uh, to an extent, yeah.
1: Wow, I did not know that. Well, one-stop shop. Exactly. Well,
2: the way I look at it is you you want to attack things from different arms, you'll get a better result, and then if you try to do all one thing and think that that's going to be the cure-all, it's not if you take care of your skin, if you take care of your your general health, your hormones, everything like that is is uh, integral to your well-being. So,
1: Absolutely. Hormone imbalances, as we are learning too, can wreak havoc on every single system in your body. And the skin is the biggest organ. Exactly. That's your biggest organ.
0: Sign me up. I know three things I'm getting. <laughs> All right, we're going
1: to do a spa day here, and we'll have Legit. to it out, <laughs> because we might be silly and loopy afterwards.
0: <laughs> I think that sounds great. I am thrilled. Thank you so much. This has been super enlightening. I am no longer afraid of Botox.
1: Me neither. Oh, sure. Thank you. Yeah, sure. So take care of your face. We'll be talking to Doctor <laughs> Dr. Tim Allen on another podcast. For the O Shot. And yes, that means uh oh. Bye for now.
0: This has been an episode of the Wonder Life Podcast, The Voice for Health and Wellness, where soul, science, and technology meet. You may find us on social at wonder.life at wonderhealth or at wonderhealth.com. And that is wonder with a U. Stay tuned for our upcoming launch of the Wonder Wellness Academy, where you and master teachers connect to elevate your minds, bodies, and souls.